Naked Under Our Clothes, episode 10. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. I am your host, Roxanne. And this is a podcast that talks about vulnerability and the ways that you can build community around it. If you have any comments, concerns, or feedback and you want to share it with us, the podcast email is nlikenakeduocpodcast at gmail.com. Again, nlikenakeduocpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so this episode is, um, has, the, the topic was sparked um, in a conversation that I had with a friend that I hadn't seen in a long time. And um, she and I uh, got some drinks uh, not too long ago. And, you know, as we were talking, we were talking about the work that we do. And we're both in the mental health field and, you know, have been doing this work for a considerable amount of time. And recently just got out of grad school, got our degrees and, you know, finally found um, jobs that we feel like we thrive in. And, you know, the work that we do is pretty heavy, both of us. Um, in that we we are the containers of a lot of intense um, information. And um, while being the container of that, we also acknowledged the ways that we are containers in our own lives. We thought about our partners, we thought about our families, we thought about our friends. And we, you know, we both agreed that sometimes it just gets to be a little bit too much. Um, sometimes you know, all you want to do is like have a uh, lighthearted conversation, an opportunity to kind of like unwind and just, you know, shoot the shit with people that you care about and not really talk about anything deep. And, you know, as friends, we, um, it's not necessarily an obligation, but it's an honor to uh, support our other friends and each other um, and the other people that we care about and love. And sometimes it's hard to set boundaries around what that looks like um, in that sometimes it's important to say, you know, actually, I don't want to talk about how hard your day was or I don't want to hear your trauma story. And I think in society today or just in general, as you, you know, we've we've all been like conditioned to believe that we have to support the people that we care about, that support um, for the, you know, giving support to the people that we care about oftentimes means creating the space for them to talk about things when they need to talk about it. And um, to some degree, that's true. It's definitely the way that I navigate my own relationships. And I need to be able to set boundaries. I need to be able to preserve myself so that I can continue doing the work, the meaningful work that I do and support families and communities that don't have access to these, these um, privileges. And so in the conversation that I was having with my friend, we were talking about a situation she found herself in and talking a little bit about, um, you know, her in the context of a relationship that she has where a person that she connects with, you know, oftentimes, um, without asking, just kind of goes into their own life story and their own traumatic history and kind of does this thing that I'm sure other people have experienced where always it almost feels like 
they it almost feels kind of forceful or like um i don't know how to say it maybe it'll come to me but it kind of it, it almost feels forceful like they don't give you the opportunity to say no they kind of just automatically jump into the conversation without checking in to see how you're doing and if you're in a space where you can hear that um, or hear their story and then it's almost like they're in that's the word entitled to that space and so what my friend and I were talking about is this this challenge that she's often run into with this person where whenever she tries to hold a boundary or maintain a boundary or set a boundary with this person saying, you know, actually, I just can't hear this right now. I've had my own really rough day. I've been dealing with a lot of traumatic experiences at work. And I, as much as I want to be supportive to you, I just can't do that today. And the response this person often, it sounded like often gave to um, my friend was, well, I don't have anybody else to talk to about this. So I, in order for you to be a good friend to me, I need you to create this space. So it almost felt like she was being, or you know, strong-armed into providing support. And, you know, because I love this person so much, this hurt me so deeply. And it also hurt me so deeply because I've seen... Um, and experience that in my own life where I find that even sometimes when I try and set a boundary with a, someone that I care about saying I really do want to support you and I really care about you and I want to um, give you what you need sometimes that other person can't hear it sometimes it turns into well I don't have anybody else to talk to and you're the only person I can talk to I don't know what that was. Um, I'm gonna check on it and there's no way to pause this, unfortunately. Ugh, anyway, okay. <laughs> there's no way to pause when I'm trying to speak um, and record a, a podcast. So unfortunately you get to hear all the bullshit that happens in my house and I apologize. And I don't wanna restart this recording because I actually feel like I've found my groove and I've already been talking for so long. Anyway, so. All that to say, we're back. <laughs> um, but I find that sometimes I'm in this place or I find myself in this place where, you know, I feel like I'm being strong armed and I don't have an opportunity or I don't have the, it almost feels like my right to, to maintain my own uh, or preserve my own energy and my own mental health. Um, is taken away from me. And whether or not that's intentional or unintentional, um, it's still, the impact still feels the same, right? It still feels like I don't get to say no. And that's hard for me to, to sit with and to, to digest. And I know some people are probably thinking, well, if you can't say no, well, then why don't you just tell that person you don't want to be their friend? And that's actually some of the or the feedback that I provided my friend as I said, well, you know, it sounds like this person isn't willing to honor the boundaries that you set. And I wonder how um, depleting that is to you and whether or not you find value in this relationship enough that you're willing to continue to withstand that for who knows how long until you are able to have a conversation where you set that boundary and you make sure it's clear um, that that is the boundary that's being set. 
And my friend, in response, said, you know, there is a lot from this relationship. And this is something that I experience in my own situations. But there is a lot that we get from these people, right? These people that we try and set boundaries with, but unfortunately are unsuccessful, right? There's a lot of things that we get. And yeah, this might be a flaw in that person. And it's a flaw that, you know, sometimes we're willing to allow to go on and impact us negatively. Um, And sometimes we really do have to draw the line and say, you know what, I can't. Um, And what comes with that, right? What comes with drawing the line in the sand and saying, you know what, I can't. Well, I think I talked a little bit about this in a previous podcast episode where I talked about a good friend that I had for a really long time. And she and I were thick as thieves. We did, we talked all the time, even though we were um, distance, you you know, like, um, We were apart, you know, she lived thousands of miles away from me, but we talked on a regular basis. We were religious about checking in with each other. And towards the end of the relationship, something came up and it was really intense and she was experiencing this really intense thing, needed to share it with me, um, found that it was a really safe space for, for her to share it with me. And at one point I said, you know what? I I checked in with myself and I said, I need to draw the line because I am seeing how this is kind of bleeding into my own life, into my own relationships and really negatively impacting me. And so, you know, I didn't think anything of setting the boundary, right? I didn't think anything of the fact that I needed to preserve myself. I just wanted to say, hey, I see that you're going through this really hard thing and I love you and I care about you and I feel like I don't really have space for myself and what I'm going through. So I do need to set this boundary. And her response was that for whatever reason, um, or for that reason, I guess, I can can speculate on the reasons why um, this happened the way it did, but her response was to end the relationship. And that was really hard for me because it's Um, Those of you who know me personally, you know that I try and give as much of myself to people as possible. I want to be your cheerleader. I want to be your your top supporter. I want to be in your life and and just engulf you and all that you, that word you entails. And I want to create a space for you. Um, And sometimes I do that to a point of exhaustion. Um, And I do have a lot of people in my life where I spend a significant amount of time creating and holding space for them. And it's not to say that I, by any means, um, regret that. It's that um, I do that to a fault. And it's so hard for me to set the boundary around, you know what, I don't think I can do this. I don't think that I can talk about this anymore. I don't think I can hold the space for you. Partly because I see it bleeding into my own life. I see it impacting me. And, or sometimes what you're sharing with me is so traumatic that I experience vicarious trauma, which is going to be another episode, hopefully the next one. Um, but I experience that secondhand trauma from your you sharing your story. And... To have that be the response from this person that I cared so much about and thought so 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 highly of, for her to shut me down and shut the whole relationship down made me feel like maybe I can't do that. Maybe the relationships that I love and I hold dear to my heart, I can't I can't set that boundary. 
because if I set that boundary, I, I, I will lose them. And it created this fear. And I kind of found myself going into overdrive shortly after that, where I was just like literally depleting myself constantly with people that I cared about. And then, and I still do this today, and I know some of my friends who are listening to this podcast can attest to this. You can, you can send an email, bitch, if you want to say something about it. But sometimes what this is translated to is you might call me and I might not fucking answer. I'm a terrible text mess, you know, texter. I'm terrible at it because, because I have so much information and so much going on in my head and so much swirling around that sometimes I just can't, uh, like I, a lot of times I think I texted back. Um, and sometimes I'm just like, actually, I'm not in a space to text you back. Sometimes people won't see me for weeks on end. Um, uh, some, I, 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 I will become completely reclusive and introverted and I will isolate myself for periods of time. Um, and that doesn't sound healthy either. I, I imagine that that's not helpful to the relationships that I want to maintain. I imagine that people, other people, my friends, my family, colleagues, they internalize that. And I'm sure they think, what's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you. I'm just afraid that if I can't, if I set a boundary, I might lose you. Now, one might argue, you might lose a bitch if you stop responding to their text messages. Yeah, I have recently lost a friend that way too. It's a hard balance and I haven't found um, the perfect uh, formula to resolving this. Um, What I am so appreciative of is that the people who know me and love me and care about me and support me and um, I feel deserve a spot in my life are the people who are willing to hold that and understand that Roxanne does so much for so many people. That might sound arrogant, but it's true. And I will be the first to admit it. Roxanne does so much, so much, and is for there for people so much, so often. She needs to be there for herself. And if this is the way that she needs to be there for herself, then bitch, do it. Do I want it to translate eventually into me being able to set a boundary? Yeah. Am I comfortable with that? No. And the, the reason why I'm not comfortable with that is because of that one experience where, well, there have been many other experiences, but the most profound one was the one experience with this friend that I knew for a decade that I no longer have contact with. It takes a level of vulnerability to be able to draw the line in the sand. Can you draw the line in the sand? Can you set the boundary with people that you care about? Will they honor it? If they don't, how do you perceive that relationship? How do you internalize that message? Are you deserving of holding on to everyone's story? 
everyone's experience. I am so curious, as I always am, to hear your feedback. I encourage your feedback. And you can send that feedback to end like naked uoc podcast at gmail.com. Again, end like naked uoc podcast at gmail.com. I know this was a short one, but I think it was pretty profound. Thank you for listening, and until next time.